Welcome to Hold Fast, a radio outreach ministry of Golgotha Fellowship in Nampa, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Marty teaches us verse by verse, chapter by chapter, book by book, through the Word of God. To listen to any of these messages in their entirety or to find out more about our fellowship, please visit GolgothaFellowship.org. Let's listen in to today's message, and may the Lord richly bless you. What have I to ask beside? Can I doubt His tenderness see? Who through life has been my guide? Let me explain. This is powerful. It says this, by our godly conduct, by searching after the Lord, it says that we could hasten the day. That word, spiudo, in the Greek, that doesn't matter. But what it means is to speed up, to urge. Do you understand? Do you see what this passage is saying? Now, can I be sure and certain that's what it's saying, that you and I, by our conduct, by searching after the Lord, by seeking the Lord, that like Daniel, we can get that early date? Let's go, Lord. I don't know if that's what it's saying. It seems to be saying that, but here's what I am willing to say. I want to find out. How about you? I'm willing to try. How about you? I'm willing to live godly like never before and to seek him like never before, to earnestly seek him and desire and ask like Daniel, please let it be the early date. Many of us have rapture fatigue. Many of us, we look around the world and it's like, it's hard sometimes. But Lord, come get us. Let's go. (laughs) But that's what it seems to be saying. But Daniel, he's trying. He's trying to hasten the days. He's he's fasting. He's praying. He's taking part of uh, his own responsibility in all of this. And he's seeking God and his mercy for all of Israel. Look at verse 8. O Lord, to us belongs shame of face to our kings, our princes, and our fathers, because we have sinned against you. The Lord our God belong mercy and forgiveness. Though we have rebelled against him, we have not obeyed the voice of the Lord our God to walk in his laws, which he set before us in the servant, by his servants, the prophets. Verse 11, yes, all Israel has transgressed your law and has departed so as not to obey your voice. Therefore, the curse and the oath written in the law of Moses, the servant of God, have been poured out on us because we have sinned against him. Verse 12, and he has confirmed his words which he spoke against us and against our judges who judged us by bringing upon us a great disaster. For under the whole heaven such has never been done as what has been done to Jerusalem. He's lamenting. He's reminding God of what they've done and how horrible it really is. And he continues in verse 13. As it is written in the law of Moses, all this disaster has come upon us, yet we have not made our prayer before the Lord our God that we might turn from our iniquities and understand your truth. I pray this is not true of us. We are to be those who understand, who need to understand our own iniquities. And we are to hold on to the truth of God, the word of God, Continues in verse 14, Therefore the Lord has kept the disaster in mind and brought it upon us. For the Lord our God is righteous in all the works which he does, though we have not obeyed his voice. And now, O Lord our God, who brought your people out of the land of Egypt with a mighty hand and made yourself a name, as it is this day we have sinned 
We have done wickedly. Part of this personal prayer of Daniel, he's just admitting, he's throwing it all out there. You know, one of the things about prayer that I often tell people is be, be reverent with the Lord, but be honest with the Lord. <laughs> Sometimes we get upset with somebody and we'll pray, Oh Lord, you know that person ruffles my feathers. I just, I pray, Lord, you will help me. <laughs> God's just looking at you going, be honest with me there, buddy. How about this? Lord, I hate him. I hate him. And I know I shouldn't hate him. And Lord, I can't stand him. I can't stand being in the same room with him. But God, you've got to change my heart because I'm a Christian. And Lord, I have to. I have to be who you call me to be. And Lord, I'm just laying it out before you. And I say, take it from me. I don't know what else to do, Lord. Take it from me. I give you permission. Bless them instead of me if you have to. But God, take it because I am helpless. Be honest before God. He already knows. Do you understand? And you don't need to pray in the King James English. Now, if you're comfortable with that, so be it. Thou hast are welcome to do that. But be honest before God. He blesses honesty. The most honest and raw prayers, and that's what Daniel's doing here. We've sinned. We have done wickedly. And remember, it's not those guys have done bad. Those guys are all those liberals over there, they've done evil. But not us, Lord. No. I'm part of the problem. We're part of the problem. Daniel knows he's part of the problem. We've all fallen short. And you know, when we're born again, one of the most amazing things happens. The true fruit of the Spirit is love. But all these other things come from it. But you know how a person, you can know you're born again. It's true repentance comes into the life of that person. When we acknowledge our unrighteousness, when we receive and we surrender to God and we're born again and we're given the Holy Spirit, the first act, the first work is repentance. Where we will turn. Our lives will change. God will take you and accept you in any way you come. And anyone is welcome in this church. But if you come to Christ, you won't stay that way. Do you understand? It doesn't matter the sin in your life. I don't care what it is. God will change it if you surrender your life to him. And a true work of the Spirit, when you know you're truly born again, is you begin to change. And you will no longer be the same person. Now, it's not overnight. It takes a while sometimes. Many times, most times, probably all times. But just stay with it. But God will change you. Daniel, he's confessing the sin and the sin of the people, including himself. And essentially, again, he's just agreeing with God. And now he seeks God's mercy in verse 16. O Lord, according to your righteousness, I pray, let your anger and your fury be turned away from your city, Jerusalem, your holy mountain, because for our sins and for the iniquities of our fathers, Jerusalem and your people are a reproach to all those around us. Verse 17, now therefore our God hear the prayer of your servant and his supplications. And for the Lord's sake, cause your face to shine on your sanctuary, which is desolate. Oh my God, incline your ear and hear. Open your eyes to, and see our desolations and the city which is called by your name. For we do not present our supplications before you because of our righteous deeds, but because of your great mercies. That's the gospel right there, by the way. We're not saved. We are saved by grace alone through faith and not of works, lest any man should boast. And Daniel's just saying the same thing. It's by your righteous deeds, but because of your great mercy. Oh, Lord, look at this. I love this. Verse 19. Oh, Lord, hear. Oh, Lord, forgive. Oh, Lord, listen and act. Do not delay for your own sake, my God, for your city and your people are called by your name. I love this. You know, as a kid, 
I always knew how to make my parents laugh or smile. You know, if they were having a hard day, really hard time, something was going on. Again, we grew up poor. We had a lot of hard times, but we had love. And we stuck together as a family. But I remember when they were going through hard times, I knew how to make them smile. I knew how to make them laugh. We know what buttons to push in our parents, don't we? To get them to do certain things. Now, some of that's manipulation, don't get me wrong. But it's true. We know how to encourage our parents. We know this. And I just love this because as children, we know how to do and say those things. And I think we're seeing something like that with Daniel. He's crying out, oh, Lord, hear. Oh, Lord, forgive. Oh, Lord, listen and act. And for what reason? For what purpose? He's saying, for your sake, God, for your sake, for your city, Jerusalem, for your temple, your sanctuary, and for your people. I'm praying, God, for you and for your things, Lord, your city, your temple, your people that you would bless them, that you'd recover them, that you'd restore them. And he's reminding God of who he's appealing for. And this reminds me of something uh, in Zechariah. In Zechariah, there's a passage that talks about the Babylonian captivity. I want to read this to you because I think it's profound. Zechariah chapter 2, verse 6 through 9. This uh, passage, again, is about the Babylonian captivity. It says, Up, up, flee from the land of the north, says the Lord, for I have spread you abroad like the four winds of heaven says the Lord. Up, Zion, escape you who dwell with the daughter of Babylon. For thus says the Lord of hosts, he sent me after glory to the nations which plunder you. For he who touches you touches the apple of his eye. Verse 9, for surely I will shake my hand against them and they shall become spoil for their servants. Then you will know that the Lord of hosts has sent me. Do you understand what this passage is saying? Daniel's praying for your people, for your sanctuary, for your city. This passage is saying this. Those who touch his people, Israel, touch the very apple of God's eye. Do you understand? This is what Spurgeon said. Spurgeon said, he esteems them, speaking of the Jewish people, as much as men value their eyesight and is careful to protect them from injury as men are to protect the apple of their eye. The pupil of the eye is the tenderest, most tenderest organ on the, or the tenderest part on the tenderest organ and very fitly sets forth the inexpressible tenderness of God's love towards Israel, towards his people. And I would say this, woe to those who poke God in the eye. It, it, is, it means something. Understand it's an eternal covenant. So many people these days say, God's done with Israel. We're going to find out he is not. So many people, anti-Semitism is rampant. And people think the church has replaced Israel. And there's all this evil, demonic doctrine even within the church. They are the apple of his eye. He has an eternal covenant with them. And we're going to see he still has seven years to fulfill their purpose and to bring them into perfection. But understand this also. God is going to deal with those who do poke him in the eye. And I don't know what it means by shaking his hand against them, but I don't want to find out. Earlier, I want to find out about the hastening. I don't want to find out about this. That doesn't sound promising to me. But this was a plea for the people of God in Zechariah to leave Babylon. Because I want you to understand something else. Often in Scripture, Babylon is a picture and a type of the world system. This has been Hold Fast, a radio outreach ministry of Golgotha Fellowship in Nampa, Idaho. Thank you for listening today. If you would like to hear this message again, or any other in their entirety, please visit GolgothaFellowship.org. Our fellowship meets in Southeast Nampa, and our Sunday services are at 10 a.m. For more information visit our website.
Until next time, may the Lord richly bless you. Hi folks, Pastor Marty here. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed the teaching today. You know, it's my prayer that it's encouraged you to continue faithfully in the study of God's Word. I think it's so crucially important that these days the body of Christ stay in grounded and anchored in the Word of God as the world around us is sinking in the waves of false doctrine and the opinions of men. If you are seeking a church family, a church home, and you live in the Southeast Nampa area, I want to personally invite you. Our Sunday services are at 10 a.m. and we currently meet at East Valley Middle School. That's right off Greenhurst and Happy Valley. If you want to find out more, if you have any questions, you need directions, you want to catch up on a message, or if you have a prayer request, just go to our website, golgothafellowship.org. Let me help you spell that. It's G-O-L-G-O-T-H-A fellowship.org. Until next time, may God bless you and remember to hold fast.